0: Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. You know, I love hearing from you and sharing the stories you share with me on here, on the podcast. And right now, I want to share a story from a listener. This one is from an email I received from Chelsea. She says, so since the end of last year, I've been in a state of doubt constantly facing many failures in really important manifestations. Every day I would ask myself, what am I doing wrong? What am I missing? As you know, this causes a lot of pain and suffering. Oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) Especially because I know manifestation works. I've seen it over and over in the past. So after some searching and watching one of your videos where you say, test it, Develop an intimate relationship with your imagination, I decided to do so. I decided to not only focus on the big desires, but to imagine many, many things to show myself that everything stems from my imagination. This past June, I decided that I wanted to hear from you since you had not uploaded an episode in months. I imagined seeing the YouTube notification with the symbol of your podcast. I imagined this scene twice or three times. To add a twist to it and make it even more precise, I decided that you would upload an episode still in June of 2022. I did this on June 19th and later on June 22nd. Lo and behold, before the end of June, you had uploaded two episodes. Not only this, but I also wanted a raise in pay and decided to imagine my boss telling me that she decided to give me a raise. One week later, my boss did call me to tell me she was giving me a raise in pay. I've had other manifestations happening this week, but the most important is that I feel like coming back from a period of not believing, which feels like hell. I know. (laughs) I wanted to get out of that state so badly. I wanted to feel alive again, and I'm beginning to feel alive again. I have an intense desire to find out the true nature of things, and I want to experience the promise. Thank you, Chelsea, for that letter. Yeah, I know the doubter, the accuser, (laughs) that sneaky little part of ourselves that whispers to us all the reasons, well, sometimes screams at us, all the reasons why this particular wish is impossible, even though we've evidence in our own lives of many successes. We tell ourselves, who are you to think that you could have that or be that in this life? (laughs) Hey, we've all felt that. It does lessen though. And when it does come, you'll recognize it as something you're aware of, but no longer buying into, no longer attached to or identifying with. This other story comes from a man I know. He was in great need of money. And he's been studying Neville for some time and understands what living in the end means. But for this particular need, he kept letting doubt creep in. He would feel good for a little bit, but then that surge of doubt and worry, anxiety. We talked about it, and I told him what I did. I chose to stop buying into it, stop taking the bait of the reasoning mind. I told him about one night while I was in the midst of turmoil. It's all self-caused but I was just in a, in a funk. You might be familiar with that feeling. You keep asking yourself, did I imagine it right? Oh God, does me asking if I imagined it right mean I'm not imagining it right? <laughs> round and round. <sighs> well, finally that night I'd had it. I got up, went into the living room with my journal. I wrote a three page list. Well, I can't say the name of it, but it rhymes with bucket list. And I bucked a lot of stuff, said bucket to a lot of stuff on there. (laughs) I was done with delay, done with it, done with spinning around, wandering and wondering, contemplating, analyzing. I was the hopeful analyzer. (laughs) You ever felt like that? You think you're in the state of your wish fulfilled. You think you're moving along, but then you wonder why am I still not seeing any results? Why am I still feeling this angst? What's going on? And then you start to analyze it and hoping it works and analyze some more. What does Neville say? What does this teacher say? What what am I thinking? What does this mean? (laughs) What does that thought mean? What does any of this mean? And then I would just get so lost. In that state of hopeful analyzer oh i was done with it done 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 i was taking ownership of my life after writing all of it down and i didn't need to write it down but i did something dawned on me when i make a promise on this physical level you know in this world when i make a promise to someone regardless of who it is i make a point i keep that promise and when I imagine for my family and friends, I make sure I keep that promise that I'm going to imagine them this way. I make damn sure I keep my promise to them, no matter what. Then why haven't I been that adamant about keeping my promises to myself? Why haven't I been that determined to see and feel myself into these wonderful states, these wonderful experiences? I can remain determined when it comes to my friends and family, seeing them as they want to be and refusing to give any time to doubt. Well, what the hell have I been doing, caving and settling when it comes to myself? It was about three in the morning that day and I made a declaration. I keep my promises to myself. I keep my promises to myself. So that's what my friend did. When he'd notice the doubt edging in, you might know what I'm talking about. There's that little whisper of a doubt. And then you start to pay attention to it. (laughs) Well, when he would notice that doubt creeping in, he decided he wasn't going to give it his breath of life. He reminded himself silently, I keep my promises to myself. He says it didn't happen overnight. It took a few days. But that accuser, that doubter, that voice within him got quieter and quieter. In just a couple of weeks from that point, when he started reminding himself, gently reminding himself, no exertion of effort, no running and hiding and trying to reimagine something. Just when he would notice the doubt creeping in, he would gently and kindly and lovingly remind himself, I keep my promises to myself. In just a couple of weeks, he had over $50,000 in his bank account. Just days before, there was no obvious means for getting the money. There was no clear path just a few days before that. And then here he is, well over $50,000 in his bank account. He tells me he's never going to let the doubt fester like he did before. And you can see so clearly now that the lack or poverty was within him just as abundance and wealth. It's all within us, within awareness. It's all here now. Everything that was, is, or will be is all now within your own imagination, within awareness. And just by allowing the doubt and that fight to fall away, we begin to see so clearly that our wishes are already fulfilled. A friend of mine and I were talking one day recently uh, about doubt and and what he does when he notices doubt creeping in. He says that he noticed that when the doubting thoughts pop up, they follow a feeling of impatience within him, a feeling like he needs to be doing something to make his wish happen. And as soon as he notices that, he says he stops. He doesn't try to hurry up and imagine something else. He just stops. He described it as stopping and being. (laughs) It's his way of saying the first principle. Be still. Stop fighting. Stop resisting. And allow myself to just be with no story fixed to the being. Hmm be still, and know, experience my awareness of being as God. You know, Neville says, I am my only opponent, and I found that to be absolutely true. My friend was like me. He would beat the hell out of himself for doubting, and then he'd start that whole doom loop trying to fix things and fix the fix that he screwed up the last time (laughs) instead of just surrendering to the state. For me, the main thing that has ever caused me to fail or delay the manifestation was my own anxiety and that pressing need to keep hammering away at imaginal scenes. (laughs) Effort. This is effortless. It is. I know. I know. You might find justifications for why it takes effort and that you need to work on yourself, come to terms with yourself before moving on. I see teachers say this, and I can tell you, it takes no effort. One clear way for me to recognize effort is noticing what I'm paying attention to. Am I listening to the thief of my past or am I snared by the thief of the future? Or am I right here, right where I want to be in the present now? That's God's name. I am. You, you are that I am. I don't care what reasons you can think of. Why you don't deserve that title, that importance. Those are just stories. The thief of the past. Neville gives a great example of the thieves. He says that Jesus was on the cross and to either side of him were thieves. And Jesus is, I am, and there's the thief of the past and the thief of the future. And when we're lost in either one of them, we have amnesia of the present. We're forgetting now. Now is the only thing that matters, if anything matters. I am. You are an eternal being, limitless, imagining limited states. Now, no one has the absolute truth for everything. But I can tell you with certainty that you are infinitely greater than you could possibly fathom. And I love you. I'm feeling twisty.